to Pop That Culture. I'm hanging with my friend. What's your name again? Um, Joe. Joe. It's Joe. Joe. That's Joe. Joe Santo. Yeah. And this is Sarah. Sarah Fulmaker. That's RS spelled backwards. It is RS spelled backwards. You know, I never thought yeah. about that. Yeah. You learn something new every day. Every day. Mm. Every day on this show, you learn something new. For instance, we learned what the characters are going to look like in the new Terminator movie. Mm. A first look photo was released yesterday and you've got Linda Hamilton in all of her aviator glasses Terminator glory right. looking good. Not quite the butt cut of the original movie, but she's still super badass. Yeah. I mean seriously, like if she if she arm wrestled you right now, those guns, not the big oh. one she's carrying, but her arms, like she, she went down, no resistance. Over the top. She, she turned that hat me. around and just, oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Take you down. So, just looking at this photograph, yeah. I'm thinking two things. Okay. Fanboys are either going to love it or hate it. Because it's very female this time yes. around. Mm. Oh my gosh, you've ruined Terminator 2 Electric Boogaloo forever for now, me. Now, listen, Schwarzenegger is also going to be in this movie. Right, but if the first look is female, some guys are going to be pissed. It's a threat to your penis. The tall lady in the middle um, was in the new Blade Runner movie as well. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know her. She's one of those sort of up-and-coming actresses. You're like, mm. oh, I've seen her before, you know, but you don't right. really remember exactly where. Um, but she's the main character. So she's not just in the middle because she's tall, but also because she's going to be the main character in the oh. movie. So does she, you know, start to think, uh, you know, she has daddy issues and then the uh, T-800 becomes a substitute father. Yes. And then when he has to get lowered into the pit of molten metal, uh -huh. she has a total meltdown. Hey. And it's kind of, it's, it's slightly hard to see, but she has like little tattoos, like light tattoos mm -hmm. on her. So I don't know if that's a tattoo thing or if that's like, She's also a machine, oh. and her skin opens up in those little cut things My that they have on her. My guess is uh, it's the incision marks from when they covered her skeleton with adamantium. Mm. Just a thought. Now, this one is pretending that um, anything other than the first two Terminator movies don't mm -hmm. exist. They're just yeah. like, erase, erase. We're going to pretend like those didn't happen. Right. Goes one, two... And this movie. Because this is apparently a direct sequel, which when you do time yes. travel movies, it does give you the luxury to do that. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. Because here's the irony of the Terminator. The big theme behind the Terminator movies is the future hasn't been written yet, except the future actually has been written in all the Terminator movies. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Ow! Wait, you keep saying that the future is what we make of it. But, but it already happened. But the already happened, and they <laughs> keep on trying to make that same feat. Ah! Yeah, it's uh, a lot. Yes. Now, James Cameron is the producer, I believe, mm. in this, and then the person directing it is the person who directed Deadpool. Ah. I mean, is Linda Hamilton going to break the fourth wall and be yeah, making jokes totally, all the time in this movie? That would totally be amazing. going to break the fourth wall. She's going to be mugging like... Yeah. These guys. She's gonna the remember the first the first scene she's gonna go, remember this is not Genesis or Salvation. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I would love it if they did the opening the way the Deadpool does the opening of the movie, just like making fun of all of the bad Terminator movies right. <laughs> and like the toys and the merchandise and all that sort of stuff. So we got the first look photo from that. Mm -hmm. And then we also got something that is a first in a couple of ways. Right. 
It is a photo from the set of the first days of shooting for Star Wars 9. Ah, yes. For the final in the trilogy of trilogies. Right. But it's also J.J. Abrams' first tweet. He just joined Twitter. It's amazing. If it's you especially look amazing if you're working with Star Wars, because everybody else in Star Wars is like, I got to go. I'm being harassed. I'm going <laughs> to shut everything down. J.J.'s like, I want to try this thing called Twitter. Here's the funny part. First of all, if you look at his following, yeah. zero, he's got almost Oh, yeah, he's not going to follow you followers. back. How did he get the check mark? How did he get the check Because mark? he's JJ effing Exactly. Abrams. Yeah. Twitter, you suck. Joe is still very bitter because I a long time ago Twitter. he tried to get a check mark and they wouldn't give it to him. And he gave him yeah. like his mother's maiden name, I gave his him a birth blood certificate. Sample, yeah, DNA. exactly. He peed in a cup for them and they mm -hmm. were like, I, we still don't know if it's you or not. Yeah. So, we, don't, yeah. We, don't, we don't know. Well, I have like five websites that can corroborate this. All fake! Yes. It's not you. But yeah, so you're not going to get a follow back from J.J. Abrams, but no. if you follow him, it looks yeah. like he may be giving you fun behind-the-scenes yeah. photos from uh, the shooting of yeah. the movie. And don't take it personally, because he ain't no follow-back girl. I ain't no follow-back girl. Um, and it's kind of, it's hard to tell, but it, well, you can sort of see that's John Boyega in the mm -hmm. background and Chewbacca. So um, they are in the Millennium Falcon mm -hmm. together. Yeah. If you want to get excited Probably about that taking crumb. taking it through a wash. Maybe waiting for a, the, you know, they're at the first window waiting for their debit card back. And right. then they're going to go up to the second window. Now, the do you day. think they get like the most expensive, like with the rust uh, thing oh, on it and no. like the full wax? No, no, or, no. No. Does the Falcon look like they put armor all anywhere on it? Do they, do they spend the extra buck for the undercarriage on the Falcon? Hell no. 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 I don't think so. No. The only reason that they probably run the wash to begin with was they went mudding. That's true. They it's always what mudding. happens. When you go yeah. mudding, you're like, nah. The, the, the backup sensors got covered, so it's constantly going off. Yes. Ah. Um, the only person who seems to really be having a good-ass time on Twitter from the Star Wars universe is yes. Mark Hamill. Like yeah. that guy, and he, I feel like he can almost get away with anything. I'm he glad. Will, he will lay out jokes and pick on people and like even get somewhat political and people are like, oh, oh Mark Hamill. Oh, Mark. You're just, you're such and by a the way, Luke thing to do. We forgive you for the Star Wars holiday commercial or, uh, special and Corvette Summer. No, not Corvette Summer. No, no really? <laughs> No. I only know about it because of you. I've never seen um, it. Mark Hamill, by the way, in my top three of the Jokers. For voicing the animated? Yeah, he's he's a better Joker than most of the other Jokers. So better than Jared Leto? Be better than Jared Leto. Not as good as Heath, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Okay, I was going to say, because yes. I was about to flip a table if and, you and said you he's better than my favorite Mark Joker. And you can put Mark over Jack, uh, you know. Well, I'll leave that alone. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, Mark Hamill just figured something out. Which is, um, he cannot respond. Nope. Like, every, he has it set so that, like, usually you can set it so that um, only people that you follow back can actually send you a direct message. Yes. But he has it somehow on his so that anybody can just send him a direct message. Like, thousands and thousands of people have been sliding into those DMs. Right. And he's like, I can't keep up with all of these requests and but the cute thing about him is that he actually tried for most of oh, it that's oh it's but so adorable. he's like to remain on twitter i can't respond to dms anymore there's no way to keep up with the daily barrage of requests for donations 
phone calls, signatures, Skypes, birthday greetings, etc. I hope you understand. I love you all, but I can't keep up with all of the demands. Well, who's getting up in the morning? You know what? I got a scarf. Uh, scarf. I got a Skype with Hamilton <laughs> today. Scarf. <laughs> I got a Skype with Hamilton today. Let me just, you know, just send, I'll inbox him. It'll be good. You know. But you know that he's done some of these things. He's like, he's given donations. Mm -hmm. He's called people's answering machines. Like he's, you know, done as much as he could possibly do for yeah. the fans, which I think is really adorable. But he's just like, I can't do no more. No. I can't. Especially because Twitter likes to light your phone up. It's like, oh, so-and-so liked this. It's like, I don't Oh, no. I don't like having the ding for yeah. notifications. I don't exactly. do that. That's too much. Mm -mm. Too, too much. Surprisingly, though, um, everyone's being cool about this. Like, for as rude uh, as people, you think for now, and then it's going to hit later. Yeah. For now. They're like, we support you, Mark. It's fine. We get it. The coalition to remake The Last Jedi will get pissed some. We've been inboxing you to reprise your role as Luke Skywalker <laughs> for our film based on somebody else's intellectual property so that we can validate our childhood. Wow. Yeah. I went there. Wow. Yow. And Mark's going, nope. I'll have no part of that. <laughs> Nope. Well, wait, how much does it pay? These are not the direct messages you want to send <laughs> exactly. me. Um, there is a movie that's coming, which I think they've done some pretty kick-ass casting for. Mm. And it could be pretty interesting. Um, they are doing a movie about the women of Fox News uh -huh. and how they had to take on the dudes of Fox News and the patriarchy mm. and specifically Roger Ailes. Hansy Ailes, who yes. was just <laughs> living in the 50s forever. <laughs> hey, look at the gams on her. <laughs> yes. So they have Charlize Theron playing Megyn Kelly. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yes. Bam. Nice work. And then they have Nicole Kidman playing Gretchen Carlson. I can well, also yes, see it. Well, yes, I totally, totally see, see that. It. Now, Margot Robbie's going to be in it, too. But and she... she's going to play Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Nice bow tie. Yeah. Um, but she, she's going to do it as Harley Quinn. Sorry. Oh, I love the dude's doing his Tucker Carlson face right now. That's just for our amusement. Thanks, Dave. You can't can see you do that. A, can you do his voice? No. Every, every time that I see that guy in like anything, he just has this deer in headlights look, and it's just right? really annoying. Right? Um, My bow tie is too tight. But Margot Robbie is, um, she's going to be playing a producer, I guess. So she is not a name that most people would recognize not See, her but her character i think what they need to do is at the point where they you know of course this is not going to be a hundred percent fact well <laughs> the irony if you can pick up on that um fake news but it would be great if what what happened is like megan kelly sends in harley quinn and her baseball bat oh! to, to rough off roger ale take care of some business yes. and why can't we have Wouldn't red you? fox news <laughs> Now, Mark, why don't you do the weather, you big dummy? <laughs> I would watch that. I would, I would, too. I would watch Red Fox News. Yeah. I can't believe the news. <laughs> Elizabeth, I'm coming to get you, honey. Like every why? dramatic story is like, oh, it's a big yeah. one. Shady Grady. And now, now it's poor to Shady Grady. <laughs> the open to yeah. Red Fox News is the theme song. Yeah. Uh. Trivia, who composed that song? Uh, I don't know. Quincy Jones. Get out of here. Rashida's dad. Look at that. There you go. Uh, yeah, so the people that wrote The Big Short, which was a good movie, hmm. are the ones was it that the, are... That was an adult movie, right? Yes. 
um, are the ones that are writing this Fox News movie. And then this studio is also making a Dick Cheney biopic. Mm. Do we really need a dick pic? Hey! Woo! Yeah, I This is know. the Me Too era. We don't need a dick pic. <laughs> we don't need a dick pic. There are too many of them out there yes. already. Don't do it. <laughs> but I, so I will find the, um, the story of the women of Fox News taking their, uh, taking their rights back. But I don't think I'm going to be signing up to see the Dick Cheney pick. Yeah, yeah. It's not my, well, that's not my jam. I don't know. What is my jam are the Lego movies. Yes, I love them. Absolutely. And I really love the Lego Batman movie. I loved it. That was it. hysterical. Yeah, everything about them is awesome. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome. Including when you take the Lego characters and you use them to do the airplane flight safety video. Right. Which is usually super boring and nobody cares about it. And so, bravo to Turkish Airlines mm. because they were like, you know who we're going to use. Tiny little air, uh, Lego airplane and tiny little Lego people. It's so awesome. It is so awesome. And here, it's actually, it's, it's kind of long. So here we just have a little, a little taste for you of what that safety video looks like. What's next? Oh, please say seatbelts, please say seatbelts. Seat I knew it! When the seatbelt sign is on, please fasten your seatbelt. Keep it fastened and visible while seated. Yes! You can release it as shown here when needed. The cabin crew also provides loop belts for infants. Wow. Step two, don't be afraid to use shameless celebrity cameos in your safety video. Did someone say cameo? It is illegal to smoke on this flight, including electronic cigarettes. It is also strictly prohibited to smoke in lavatories, which are equipped with smoke detectors. So don't even think about it, hombre. Batman, do you want to sit next to me? No, I fly biz class. Set phones and all electronic devices to flight mode. All devices with no flight mode must be switched off. To take off and landing, please unplug all devices. Small devices may be held. Large devices must be stowed. If your device is lost or falls into the seat structure, call a cabin crew member. Yay, Lego! Will Arnett, better Batman than George Clooney. Yes, I will give Just you that. Just saying. We Although, love you, George, though. Because we were going through all the Batmans the other day. Mm -hmm. And I said, don't sleep on Val Kilmer. No. I feel like he was actually a really good Batman. He was Clooney, pretty good. Universally, not and not just for the costume, mm. but because he was just doing all his exactly. Well, you know, Val Kilmer, the only Bruce Wayne that could really rock a turtleneck. He did. Yeah, you are right. Just saying. It's a difficult look for a man to pull off, right. not in the seventies. Absolutely. You're right. Maybe it was a flavor. <laughs> <laughs> But I liked, um, I liked his, I thought it was a good Bruce Wayne. He was, he was like yeah. cocky. He had a really good yeah. uh, chemistry with Nicole Kidman as mm -hmm. the, the psychiatrist or the doctor or whatever. Yeah. And, and he looked at, uh, you know, Robin and said, never leave your night wingman. Yeah. All right. So if you were going to put them in order of who you liked best. Uh, Bale Keaton tied for number one. Ooh, tie. Tied. Because they're, they're different. They're like, they're like apples and oranges, Batman. They're, they're apples and oranges, but... For the time that their movies came out, they were the right Batman. Yes. And then uh, second, I would have to, I'd have to say, uh, you know, Will Arnett, 
tied with uh, really? with sixties Batman. Oh, yes. oh, I didn't. See oh, that yeah, going. that's my that's my. I wasn't ball. even thinking TV Batman. Yeah, I was yeah, just I, 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 you know, I put I, I put my fingers the right way, and here comes the split <laughs> finger. <laughs> right <laughs> there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Wow. All right. Yeah. What about Adam you? West? What? What's that? Adam West. Yes. Adam West. Oh, pour some out for Adam West. Yeah. We just. We just lost Don't him. actually. Oh, you did. Of course. I always pour it out. I know you always do. Every time I think you're not going to do it because we get it without you actually pouring liquid onto the table that we have to clean up. Oh, but that's the but gag. Every time. That's the gag. <laughs> that's the gag. Pour By it on the, the way, table. on our former podcast, Sarah destroyed a 17-inch <laughs> MacBook Pro by getting her water all over you a power supply. You got to work supply. back again. Yeah, but it won't hold the charge anymore. Oh, no. It has to be plugged in all the time. Listen, listen uh. we had drinks all over our table at all times, and there were spills, there were mm. glasses broken. We clearly right. aren't good with liquids on a table. And, and the moral of the story is this, children. Never do a podcast with Sarah Foraker and Bill McAllister with drinks around. In a, in a tight booth where yes. you're trying to look like you're doing BMX stunts <laughs> from, what was that movie again? Oh, Rad the Rad, Movie. Rad, Rad the Movie. Yeah. I was trying to do a BMX stunt, and then I kicked out, and then it was just... Sarah was so of... in awe of Rad the Movie. Saw... Dave, I showed her the prom scene oh. on YouTube. I'd never seen it before, and the fact that these kids showed up on their BMX bike in yes. the gym... And like Lori Laughlin from Full House <laughs> yeah. is doing sweet ass tricks on her BMX bike oh, yeah. in the middle of the gym. I mean, how could you not be super excited? Oh, and possibly spill drinks. You after are seeing super that. excited. Yeah. The only better dance scene in the scene in the mystery of cinema is uh, is Turbo sweeping the uh, sidewalk and breaking. Ooh, breaking! <laughs> All breaking. Well, we have someone who is coming back. Hmm. And not everybody is super excited about it. I've got mixed feelings about it. As do I. Mixed feelings. And why are networks okay with this guy getting his job back? We will talk about it next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. 
Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. Yeah, Joe and I are torn on this. Torn. Yes. Like Natalie Imbruglia, but not as hot. No. Mm. What is she doing? What is, what is Miss Imbruglia doing now? Just being hot um, somewhere else? Probably hanging out with Nicole Kidman. You know all those Aussie girls? All, they all they're hang all, out together. They're all in a crew. Nicole Kidman, uh, the, the, the... Oh, the, Naomi Watts? Naomi Watts. They, yeah. all, they, all, they all go to um, Bed Bath & Beyond on Sundays. <laughs> In Perth. Come on, girls. Let's go to Bed, yes. Bath & Beyond. I got the 20% off, people. <laughs> so do I. So do I. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I have two of those in my car right oh, now. Oh, of course. Of course. It's a lady thing. Um, and it was a lady thing that nearly took down Chris Hardwick. Looks like he's going to be fine. Uh-huh. It's just it's starting to feel a little weird. So um, his ex-girlfriend, mm -hmm. Chloe Dykstra, um, wrote... A big piece, a big article, and she talked about the emotional abuse of a former boyfriend. She did not use his name in the piece, mm -hmm. but with the timing of did it. She's a pseudomen. Pseudomen. <laughs> a pseudomenophen? Yes, she's <laughs> yeah. that. Like Hard um, Chriswick, I'll call him. <laughs> yes. No, you don't know who I'm talking yeah. about. Um, but it was pretty obvious from the timing and who she's dated or whatever, mm. like that's who she was talking about, even though she didn't say it. So the piece gets out there, and then um, the two shows that he did for or does for AMC, Talking Dead, and then also Talking, which is just does a he talk does show. is At Midnight still on? No, that show is over. It's done. That show's oh. done. Oh, you're looking at me like God, Joe. Where have you been? It's been done for a while, boo. <laughs> I have been up at midnight for a while. <laughs> so he has those two shows, and they temporarily had actress Yvette Nicole Brown filling in for him with mm. that. And then NBC, which he's been hosting a game show for them for, I think it's only been a year, called The Wall. Mm. Um, they were like, yeah, we're going to wait to say what we're going to do on this one, because we have some time, because The Wall doesn't come back until, I think, September. Right. Um, and so AMC is like, all right, we're going to do a little investigation, see what we can see with all this. So they completed it, said they felt like he's cool, we're good, but they didn't talk to Chloe Dykstra. Hmm. She didn't want to talk to them. She didn't give them access to her, I guess. How do you complete an investigation about a relationship between two people when you don't talk to the other person? Mad libs. Am I crazy? Like, I Madness. feel like that's... So then my question is, well, who did you talk to and how did you come mm. to the conclusion that, yeah, he's good? A stand-in. No, that, none of that happened. Yeah. I don't I, know. Yeah. Everyone just feels like it's like a weird, that they didn't even really do an investigation, that they were just mm. like, what we're going to do is we're going to take him off for like a month till everybody cools out. Yeah. And then we're going to be like, no, no, it's okay. And then just shove him back on. He got Talking Dead back. He got Talking mm. Back. He got The Wall. He's still going to be doing that. And then on top of that, America's Got Talent is like, and we'd like to have you on next week. Then their next week episode, he's going to be a guest judge on that show. Yeah. There is one thing to take away from all of this, and that's Sarah and I need to hire Chris Hardwick's agent. Hell yeah, we do. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, Call us. this is a tough one because 
the way he described what Chloe Dykstra was saying is mm -hmm. that she, according to him, allegedly misconstrued the fact that he was tired of like going to dinner and you know taking selfies with people, and so he would prefer to stay in. And to her, right, it was he was controlling and he was abusive and he didn't want to do the normal things that couples did and right. stuff like that. So it's a those, weird those. In those areas, those gray areas of how she saw it and how he saw it, mm -hmm. I can see how you may not be able to come down on one side or the other right. with that. The part where she got me was when she used to talk about how she, he would come home and, and like purposely like get in a fight with her and she would be crying and then he would want to have sex when she was crying because that turned him on. Which I, mm -hmm. I don't know. And she was like, I don't want, and like, you know, he's all excited by tears on her face which right. i guess two adults if you're into whatever you're into but the dude, way she described Sarah, that dude turned into some weird stuff <laughs> clearly know, he you know he probably popped one during the blair witch project when she was admitting oh just not she, in the blair yeah. witch project when they've like, got the camera up close to her face i i'm so sorry oh my gosh <laughs> it's so arousing yeah so that's probably where it started yeah i don't and, know and what i remember is that he caught they or she said that they called it starfish sex when she when he would want to have sex with her when she was crying i don't even know why that phrase was what they called it oh he, maybe he was a fan of spongebob <laughs> and he wanted and her to wear patrick's <laughs> bermuda shorts okay cry and wear these bermuda shorts let's meet in the pineapple girl mm. not to get too graphic but it's because she would lace played out like oh okay she was doing the starfish shape. oh all right that's I, you know from. what see i was going to go somewhere else that i thought would cross the bounds of good taste <laughs> On pop that culture. Oh, now we want to and think about good it's taste. A phrase, it's a phrase that Fred Durst used to use in the 90s quite a bit. And we'll just leave it at that. I'll, I'll talk to you later about that. I don't know what it is, but we don't want to say it. Oh, okay. You know what it is, don't you? Yeah, Dave knows what it is. Uh, Anywho, so. Well, this is, this is such a weird case. I mean, I if he was going to come back at all, my my... Prediction on Chris Hardwick was mm -hmm. going to be, it would be like, you know, you had that college professor that you signed up for his class, but something happened over the summer. Right. He still got an office up in the faculty wing, but for some reason, a grad student's always teaching right. the class. But you're going to get your credit, so just smile and nod your head. Like, I thought they were going to let that lady, Yvette or whatever, uh, who was filling in, fill in for much longer. Mm. Yeah, because I think she only got to do like a couple episodes, and then yeah. she, and now they're like, no, 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 we're gonna bring him back or whatever. I thought they were gonna let uh, let this cool out for a lot longer before they were like, nope, yeah. fully reinstated. Plus this, this, and this. I we're think they should have things. totally new edition him and told him to cool it now. Cool it now. Watch out. Now we have some more information about what is going to happen with the final season of Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown, mm. and. It's going to be an interesting season. They don't have the exact premiere date. They'll just say that it's going to start in like late fall hmm. on CNN. And there are going to be seven episodes, but only five of them are going to be episodes that he appears in. <clears throat> and then uh, there's only one episode that he was alive long enough for to do the, because they must cut the voiceover at a later right. time. So only one episode will have his voiceover. He'll appear in five more. And then the final two are going to show how the producers made the series in the wake of his suicide. And then the final episode oh. will reflect on how Anthony Bourdain affected the world. 
So there are going to be some sad ones. I, I'm kind of weird about this. That they're actually going to air the five that right. he's in? Right. There's part of me that doesn't want them to air it, although it will probably give you some good insight and a good way to say goodbye to sure, Anthony Bourdain. Sure, because he's doing what he loves. And uh, But still, I mean, the guy took his life. Obviously, there was something going on that was a demon of his, and, yes. and he couldn't go on. And... You know, isn't there part of you that wants to think that out of respect for him, you don't air that show? Like the same thing happened after Brandon Lee died shooting The Crow. Right. A lot of people were like, no, they didn't want the movie to come yeah, out. Yeah, you can't release this. You need to do something with it. But mm. they filmed it anyway. And the same thing um, when, oh my gosh, Fast and Furious. Oh, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, passed away, and they completed filming using his brothers and some CGI. Yeah. I think they had to do that with a vampire movie that Aaliyah was in as well. Oh, yeah, Queen of the Damned. Yeah. 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 That's um, the second time this week Queen of the Damned came up in the Who movie. knew that was going to happen? Yeah, I think, for me, I think I feel okay with that in that you're showing them, again, doing, you know, what they mm-hmm. loved or a piece of art. Like, like this is, it's like... It's like having a funeral where you celebrate the life or whatever. Um, So this is a Dixieland band then, is what you're saying. But it's more tricky when it's a situation where, let's say, it's like a TV show where there was just a school shooting and there's an episode of a TV show where they show a bunch of kids doing that sort of thing and then they don't air that episode because it would be poor taste to talk about this horrible thing that happened or right. whatever. Like, that kind of thing. Okay, I, I, Don't do. I'm but to, thinking about your land To show you his final, you know, lovely Anthony Bourdain-ness where he's having mm. good chats with people and teaching you about the world. And I don't know. Mm. I just think those last two are going to be That's tough be to tough. watch. Yeah. Uh, toughy. There have been rumors, Mr. Joe. And how do rumors get started, Sarah? Rumors um, that Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx had broken up. The most secretive couple on planet Earth, probably because they are terrified of Scientologists, as they will hunt your right. ass down. Watch the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> this is some weird stuff going on there. They will hunt you down and like secretly film you and try and blow up your spot. So uh, after Katie Holmes was no longer with Tom Cruise, mm. some time passed, and then people started to realize, oh, I think she's with his former friend, Jamie oh. Foxx. Oh, scandal. Ooh. Oh. And, uh, you know, when they were going through the whole divorce and everything, they didn't, you know, they wanted to keep it secretive. But then they just kept on keeping it super secretive. If you ask Jamie Foxx a question about her in an interview, he'd walk wow. right out. So there wasn't much Fox News going on. Not a lot time. of Fox News. However, um, they are very strategic. Strategery. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done two beachy type things. One where they went public, I think it was last year, where they mm. purposely went out knowing paparazzi was going to be there, uh-huh. held hands, and they were like, yes, fine, you get it, we're dating. We're not going to talk about it, but you can see it, whatever. Mm. And then these breakup rumors happened, and they were like, beach date number two. Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, Jamie Foxx was purposely maybe wearing jeans at some point while they were like playing volleyball in the sand. Yeah. But they were making out, they were drinking champagne, they were... They were getting w- down! Wrestling in the sand, and they were... They went from here to eternity! <laughs> oh, yeah! They were like, do you get it? Do you understand? We're still together. Hold on, let's do more couple things. Yeah. He said, take a picture, it'll last longer. And so everybody did! <laughs> 
And Us Weekly was just ready to like pee their pants. They're like, we have four pages of photos of these two together. And it happened, you guys. It happened. I love it. They were so excited. So I'm really hoping, by the way, that Dr. Zip Popper gets an Us Weekly cover. And they do a special edition and they put a P in the upper left-hand corner. (laughs) So it says, Us Weekly. (laughs) Can I just tell you, yes. I was flipping channels last night. And, and you I, landed on it, you couldn't leave it? I No, 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 I didn't watch it. Oh. I flipped past it, and I was like, thank God that it was just an exterior shot of a building, and that I didn't accidentally flip past your disgusting pimple-popping show. Now, I'm wondering, because I haven't watched it yet, and I will. When they have the marathon, man, that's it. I'm ordering in, and I'm plunking <laughs> down for the long haul. What uh, what kind of food would you want to eat while this disgusting show is airing? Mashed potatoes with okay. hollandaise sauce <laughs> and a little ketchup on top. Gross. So, I'm... Uh... <laughs> oh, God. No, I'm... no, I do not want to watch you pop did, a giant when boiled does... pimple. When she does the initial pop, do they show it like the quick, the real time pop, and do they and go then back slowly. and then do a frame by frame after? It's like, <laughs> oh, the mushroom. And then cloud. they shoot. Then they show it in infrared. If they did it like Ghost Hunter style, they'd show it in color, then black and white. Then they'd do the infrared, and then they'd have the review afterwards. Mm. So here we're gonna take a look at the zip popping again. No, no. There's a video that I will watch, and we're going to show it to you when we get back. The person in this video ended up losing their job. Hmm. I kind of thought it was funny. I didn't think that the company needed to be that mad about it, but we'll show it to you when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman.
Oh, are you sad? I'm. You're sad. I'm sad. I know. I picked Josh Groban, and our illustrious producer overruled me. I mean, I like the pick. Decision. I like the pick that Dave made, but I do also enjoy Josh Groban. You raised me up. But see, this story is not about the game. It's about the coach. It's about the parents. Yeah. So uh, coming up in a minute, we're going to be talking about something that. I think it's just ridiculous that parents are doing for their kids. Mm. And it has to do with Fortnite. But anyway, um, a couple of days ago I saw a video on one website. I couldn't even tell you which. And the way that they headlined it was like, oh, watching this video of this car splashing, uh-huh. purposely splashing into puddles that would then splash people on the sidewalk is so funny and kind of soothing. And here you go. And then two days later, I see the story that we saw which is that the driver of that vehicle has now been fired because he was in a company vehicle right. and the company thought that was not a good look for them as far as the public was yeah, concerned that their I drivers were yeah. purposely splashing He's people. got the sign, how's my driving? Call this number, <laughs> all these calls. It sucks! I'm wet, man! But it's got, I don't know, I guess I'm kind of vindictive. So here, we'll show you the video. Start rolling the old, uh, the old... Yes, yes roll. dash cam video so you didn't get that girl but coming up ooh, oh there's a two TARDIS. there's two, a TARDIS back there's there. a TARDIS oh he got, oh. That. he got the two ladies with the umbrella all right passing a parked car he's waiting for his opportunity to get some more people where are the big puddles where are the big puddles and oh he's got some he's got some is there a person Yes, he oh. totally gets that one. Here's the thing <laughs> if you if you look closely at the last guy that got hit he holds his umbrella because he knows it's coming. Did <laughs> you like, notice? Ew. He tilts the umbrella down <laughs> and grasps it with both hands. All right, so here's the problem where you can totally see the name of the company on the yeah. van and all of that sort of stuff. So I sort, I sort of would love to do that. I mean, I wouldn't love to be the person that splashed, although I might think it's kind of mm. funny. Wouldn't you love to just, like, nail people with a puddle? No? No. Is it just me? No. I, a girlfriend and I used to watch Sex in the City and... Whenever Sarah Jessica Parker would get splashed at the beginning, I always felt so bad. Do, do, do. Oh! Yeah, she was very sad. All right. Um, so, anyway, that company fired him. And sorry for you, driver, but we enjoyed the video. So, <laughs> thanks for the work that you do. Um, we all know that even if you're not into video games, hmm. if you watch the news at all, it, it's everywhere. You know right. that there's a game called Fortnite, and you know it's obscenely successful. Right. That everyone is crazy for it, and um, kids are playing it, you know, from mm. late elementary school, middle school, into high school. And, and, and Dave, are you a Fortnite player? Absolutely not. No, oh. not your jam. All right. Wow. Too many kids. This is the reason I'm not playing this game. Well, so there was this big article where this mom admitted that she was upset for her 10-year-old playing so much Fortnite, not because he was playing a really violent video game mm. for a long time. Yeah, violence, whatever. But because he sucked at it. Oh. He's not good. Oh, no. And the other kids at school, I guess, were making fun of him. Oh, my goodness. And so she did what any parent would do. Is she took the video game away? No. Oh. No. What, what did she do, Sarah? Um, She bought him a, a coach. Oh. There's, she bought him a Fortnite coach. There's she's, video game coaches. Yes. Yeah, Is that like a life coach? No. Well, I mean. Is it like I mean, a midwife? <laughs> she spent 50 bucks. 
and got four hours of tutoring from a Fortnite coach but for her 10-year-old. That's actually a bargain. Yeah. That's, that's, if she had to leave the house or anything, that's cheaper than childcare. True. But, huh. uh, yeah, and she said now he's so much, little Johnny's so much better at it. And all the other kids are like, how did you improve so much? I'll never tell. And ding. I, ding. <laughs> there were, uh, so video game coaches already existed. But it was usually for people who, A, were trying to be pro and wanted to get even better so they right. could earn even more money. Right. Or it was adults who knew nothing about video games, and so they would just hire somebody to teach them the basics of something. But this is now actually becoming, it's not just this lady. There are other parents who they mm. want their children to have the bragging rights at school or at least not be embarrassed by their little friends. And so they're getting them Fortnite coaches. No, you get them, get them coaches of stuff where your kid has to move a little bit. Right. Well, yeah. For you know, if you, yeah. they're doing a sport and you want to get them a, you know, yeah. like some extra coaching for their sport. A, I had a math tutor when I was little because I was terrible at math, and I still am. Good here's job, the math thing. tutor. All you need to do if your kid sucks at video games, get them a good martial arts coach, because it won't matter after a while. Because all these kids that are used to the finishing moves, like the combo moves and crap, that's all in the virtual world. If your kid really knows how to kick somebody's ass, he'll do it. Not that I condone it, and neither does new radio media. No. Ding. Um, my question is, where is the Fortnite training montage oh, set to Survivor? Talking about a montage. We need that. You need to, if you're going to be a video game coach, you need to provide a montage. Always. Of some type of, you know, hollering at him, the kid's sweating, ready to quit. I don't want to do this. Now you got more in you, kid. <laughs> I don't know. I hate this game. No. My thumbs no, are tired. You're going to give it your all and you're going to win the tournament. <laughs> Cut me, Mick. I can't play anymore. <laughs> if, any, if any video game coach worth their salt wants to get more clients, they need mm. to have a sweet-ass website which has the right. training montage. Exactly. In it. Yeah. You need a whole bunch of kids that are like ready just to give up, ready to keel over before they fight Ivan Drago. <laughs> all right. Now we also have another parent who has gone viral. This time it is a father of five mm. in Muncie, Indiana, who went viral after he posted a photo that showed him in his driveway with him holding a paddle and a sign mm. that said, free ass whoopings. Yes. To parents of any unruly kids. He posted this on Facebook. And apparently he had had a couple incidences where he was out in public and he was seeing an unruly kid who wanted some candy. And mm. he told the mom and the grandma who were there in that situation, like, Hey, if you want, like, if you guys don't want to do it, I can take over and I can spank that kid yeah. for you and he give that. a paddle for hire. He is a paddle for hire. Yes. Yeah, he's like the equalizer. Yeah. And if you wanted to know where Whoop was, well, Whoop, there it is. I mean, um, so the mom and the grandma were like, it's not going to do any good. He's spoiled. Even if you spanked him today, it's not going to do anything. Well, Which how then, do you think the kid got that I way? know. Huh? Which is what prompted uh -huh. this dad to then put this up. And he's very pro. He's like, after the age of 13, if you haven't done any sort of corporal punishment with your child, it's not going to work. 13 and up, right. it's not going to help you. Right. And he's like, and I don't do anything in the this area. It's only spanks on mm -hmm. the butt. But he's like, sometimes need to teach the kids respect right it's everyone's personal choice obviously for how you parent and mm. if you think spanking is a thing for you and your child or not 
there's not a lot of evidence currently to back up that spanking helps or works. There's no evidence. Yeah. There's really, there's no evidence to back up that hitting a kid is going to do anything. It's But there it's are parents about, who feel like it right. did, and so, and you If know. that's your style, that's your kid, not mine. Yeah. Um, there is one downside to this story that, to me, is very tangible in an age where, uh, you know, people are living paycheck to paycheck, and... The fact that he put Lucy's psychiatrist stand across the street out of work uh, is very exactly troubling. That's exactly what I thought of when I saw this. He, he needs like yeah. a top to it, but yeah. I mean, he priced her out. I mean, he's he offering did. his services for, for free. free. She, she was, was charging five, five cents. cents. Yeah, it's true. And so, and her overhead. I mean, she literally had overhead. She did. So, what and are you I would do? like to say she gave terrible advice. I mean, she did. But I mean, what would you rather have? Would you would you rather get your ass whooped for free, mm-hmm. or would you rather pay five cents to have a football pulled away from you right as soon as you were going to co- make contact? Yeah, it's true. It's a tough choice. Yeah. Now, where do you come down on this next story? I love it. I'm sorry. This is this is my van driving through the puddle. Yeah, I loved vans splashing people. Joe is okay with a barber who pretended to cut off a child's ear and used a fake ear and oh. fake blood to terrify this little child whose name is Vinny. Um, Yo. Now, this happened in Florida. And of course it did. I mean, welcome <laughs> to Florida. Um, he got permission from the parents. So <laughs> that makes it even better. He's been cutting this kid's hair forever. <sighs> and the kid's kind of a little bit of a sassafras. And apparently he played a joke on the barber and put a fake cockroach in his barber shop a little while oh back. Oh, my God. Which, you're an adult man. Yeah, if snowflake. Some, if some, yeah, it kind of. I, if ever I was going to use snowflake, it would be this. Uh. He was so <laughs> upset about the fake cockroach that he planned mm. this elaborate thing to do to this child. Now, where we joined the video, he's already pretended to nick him with the clippers. And it was all calm for a while. And then he puts this little compress on the side of his face. And now we're at the point where I believe you can already see blood on the kid. What should we do? I don't know. Oh my God, dude, I think we need to call an ambulance. Yes, yes, please, please. Oh my God, oh my God. No. Oh my God. Please call mommy. Uh-huh. Should we get her? Please, yes. Just take a look. It's not that. I no. think I think we can put a band-aid on it. Uh-uh. Yes. Uh, okay, I don't, it's band-aid. not that bad. Just get a band-aid. You think a well, take a look. You think a band-aid will cover it? Yeah. You think it will? Mm-hmm. Oh, can you get mommy so she can't hold it? Alright, let me I'll have but I don't want your brothers to see it. They're gonna get scared. I've never had anything like this happen before. I don't know what to do. Let me take a closer look at this. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. Oh my. <gasps> oh my god. Is that my ear? Yeah. No. It no. Is. No. Yeah. Hey, mom? Yeah. Can you Get over here this? now. No. I think that we can probably just like glue it back on. Look at my ear. We have a problem. It's on the ground. It's not funny. We got another one. What's the big deal? <laughs> How'd that happen? Huh? How'd that happen? He moved. <laughs> hey, do you remember that roach prank where you said I couldn't make you cry? Yes. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> got you, got you. you said I could, you said I could get you. But I did not cry. 
Which one of you wants a fake one of you? Are you good? <laughs> <laughs> I'm shivering. I'm shivering. <laughs> so get my mom. I said, no, let's not tell her. <laughs> I mean... That little Vinny was kind of a tough guy. Yeah. I mean, he was panicking, but he is correct. He technically did not cry. He was remarkably calm. Most of the kids I know would be freaking the F out. He was like, call 911, call 911. But yeah, I mean, I feel like it was, that was a lot of blood. Right. <laughs> like he went to yeah. town at the Halloween store with going to get some fake you know blood what? on Maybe that kid. Maybe the kid knew because he was aware that it's mostly cartilage up there. <laughs> You know, my doctor tried that once during my hernia exam, and uh, it wasn't in the ear. You're disgusting. When we get back, you tell me where you land on a scandalous story about avocado toast. Next mm. on Pop That Culture. Delicious. Mm. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. <laughs> And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Dave, you couldn't put the Michael McDonald part in? I, I wanted to, but it didn't really fit what you had going on. Oh. So. Such like a long way. way. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the best. I, I don't know what the best part of that song is. <laughs> Such a long way to go. You know, that album should have been Ride Like the Wind, just like certain parts of it excerpted. <laughs> that should have been the whole album. <laughs> oh, oh, buddy. All right, so this young lady posts a thing on Twitter. Hmm. 
And who could have seen this coming? People were totally crappy to her on oh, Twitter. Jeez. Yeah. That's so odd for Twitter. It's so crazy. And YouTube. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, she brought on herself a little bit. And why is that? But she thought people would get that she realizes that this is a ridiculous. So, she was at home. She was hungry. She didn't have the fixins for some avocado toast. Oh, it's a superfood, you know. <laughs> so, I'm assuming Seamless is a food delivery service? Mm, yeah. Seamless is in Seattle. So she tweeted, I seamlessed a $22 avocado toast. Mm. And this is what happened. So she gets like a bit of a glob in a corner and some mm. pretty dry ass looking toast. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Someone was just like, yeah. oh, um, I still, I can't. She paid $22. Now, granted, later she reveals it was also supposed to come as some sort of a salad on oh. this situation. So they screwed her over in many, many ways. Yeah, that's the pits. But um, even if there was some salad on this disaster, I'm still not paying $22 for whatever yeah. this was supposed to be. Yeah, this is, no, this is, this is an abomination. Sorry, Taylor. $22. Yeah. This is like room service. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, you might, you need to be lying in a bed watching cable. Yes. You're going to have this for 22 bucks. You break it into the mini fridge and no. you spend like $15 for some Pringles. Like, yeah, that these are the prices. Yes. These are hotel prices. And, here. you know, I need to talk to the people that made this, this horrible piece of blood. Whatever, yeah. Um, as a former, you know, as a person that's been a best man two or three times, the secret to a good toast is you have to have an icebreaker, okay? Uh -huh. And then you have to tell a funny anecdote right. about what you're talking about. So you'd say, you know, hey, guys, I've, I've never been here before. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, it, you know, is this the so-and-so wedding? But it's the wrong name. And then they <laughs> laugh. And then you say something. It's like, you know, I've known this avocado since college. And boy, were we wild. Now, uh, one time there was this story about some guacamole, but we won't talk about that. I want to talk about how much in love this avocado is with this piece of toast. That's a good toast. Can I, can I raise a glass to this avocado toast? To the couple. Now, no. I'm hoping that they have a great family and some mm -hmm. nice kids together. I know you are. Mm. So, of course, people respond to things like ultimate first world complaint. This is why millennials can't afford houses. Mm. And reactions like modern women can't even make toast for themselves. So they got mm. super crappy on her. And she was like, That's you guys, cool. I get it. I was making fun of myself. No, sisters are doing it for this. themselves. Sisters are doing it. Ah. Today is August 2nd. Yesterday was August 1st, mm. which was the anniversary, not a good one, the 37-year anniversary of the very first MTV broadcast. When which was? Went, which was? What was the first video played on MTV? Video killed the radio star. Very good. Golf clap. Now, in case you don't remember it, if you were too young or if you've blocked it out of your brain, this is what it looked like. Seven, six, five, four. We've gone for main engine start. We have main engine start. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. This is it. Welcome to MTV Music Television. 
the world's first 24-hour stereo video music channel. Now, just moments ago, all of the VJs and the crew here at MTV collectively hit our executive producer, Sue Steinberg, over the head with a bottle of champagne, and behold, a new concept is born. The best of TV combined with the best of radio. Now, starting right now, you'll never look at music the same way again. We'll be right back to introduce the other VJs and the other folks who are going to be with us on MTV. I'm Alan Hunter. I'll be with you right after Mark. We'll be covering the latest in music news coast to coast here on MTV Music Television. I'm Martha Quinn. The music will continue nonstop on MTV Music Television, the newest component of your stereo system. Well, all right, I'm J.J. Jackson, and I'll be sitting in with the latest video music performances the way they were meant to be. That's in stereo on MTV Music Television. You'll never look at music the same way again. Hi, I'm Nina Blackwood, and I'll be with you after J.J. right here on MTV, the world's first video music channel, all day, all night, in stereo. Are those guys the best? We all are so excited about this new concept in TV. We'll be doing for TV what FM did for radio. And let's get into it right now at MTV. <laughs> you know who the missing VJ was on MTV? Who? Craig Foley. Oh, Craig Foley would have nailed that. Yeah, he totally would have nailed it. Would have been so excellent. Especially when they had the letter writing campaign. R write your local cable <laughs> provider and ask them to broadcast us in stereo. All right, so that rock star Craig Foley coming up next. And we will see you tomorrow on Pop That Culture.